back to Bush Coast. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. Woo! And it's race week. <laughs> it's it's the new season here. Yeah, we did it. We made it through the winter break. We have overcome all kinds of craziness uh, off the grid, and we have made it to Bahrain. So here <laughs> we go. Yeah, I guess we're back. Like, push, push, back. we're back to weekly episodes. Back. We haven't talked about yeah. this, Shannon, but I'm assuming <laughs> that we're back to weekly episodes. Yes, yes, that is a good assumption. I, too, am assuming that we are getting back to <laughs> weekly episodes. <laughs> We've been bad at this for the you last... Know. And people, we wonder why people don't take us seriously. Uh, I know. When the questions have been answered for us, <laughs> we, we are answering them as we speak. We, yeah, we're showing people who we are. Um, but no, we're back. And it's the season. And like, honestly, did you need us rambling in your ears every week talking about a bunch of nonsense? I mean, it would have been nice if we had been providing <laughs> a service or some sort of tips. But, you know, we're back now. Yeah. And we want you to consume F1 the way you want to consume it. You know, we don't want to tell you how to do it. You just do it. Is that you it? do you, boo. That's what we were doing. That's the place we were coming from. <laughs> I like how you're reframing this as it was like a brand choice. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. You guys, it, <laughs> it was. was. It was a brand choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back and we're doing it and... We're going to Bahrain. We're going to Bahrain. We're going to Bahrain. We've got, I don't know if you've watched any practice uh, this morning. I haven't watched it, but I know. We're recording on Thursday. Um, We've already been through practice ahead of the race. And uh, I'm just going to say I was pleasantly surprised with the finish of um, FP1 as well as FP2. You know, your girl was a happy, happy gal. And I'll tell you, if you haven't, I'm sure you'll... You by the time already you press know this, why. <laughs> because Daniel Ricardo came in first in FP1. Okay, but let's not act his, like... Let's, can, I, can I have a minute? Like, can okay, I have a minute? Ahead, Thank you, ahead. Danielle. Jeez, same bullshit, different season. <laughs> Still going to hate on Dan Ricardo. Ah, the worst. <laughs> um, yeah, but he uh, he came in first in FP1, had a great drive, looked as happy as I've seen him in years. I don't think I ever saw that smile that big at McLaren. Well, no, when he won at McLaren and Monza, he was pretty fucking happy. So I'll take that back. I haven't seen that smile since the Monza podium. That's that's the last time I feel like I've seen that big face. So, and then for Yuki to come in P four, I mean the the what is it? The racing red the Red Bull the Visa Cash App RB racing <laughs> yeah. bulls. I don't fucking know what they are, but you know what? They're fast, and I'm here for it, and it looks great, and I'm happy. Um, and then in FP two, we had Lewis leading the charge and coming in first, and you know, good old George coming in second. Didn't hate any of that. Didn't hate any of it. So. Again, it's so it's too early. I mean, Max is yeah, talking on you. the radio. I was letting you, you know. finish your thoughts before I said it's FB1 and <laughs> it's, it's a little early. It's so it's not like. Also, we don't usually get, you know, traditionally we haven't had practices on a Thursday, but I love it. I mean, if we could honestly, I, I'd be here for Thursday, Friday, Saturday race week. I mean, the race is on Saturday this year or this go round. So I'm like, well, I don't think I hate that. Like I hate exciting. I was actually going to include your things about Daniel Ricardo and in, in the news and notes today, but you've already beat me to it. So 
Good thing I put five or six stories in today. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you know, Bahrain looks good. Testing was interesting. Um, again, I don't think we're seeing everything from every car, no. which is fine. I think Red Bull is sandbagging. I think Max is they did being that last dramatic. Year. They always do this shit. So, you know, are they trying to give us hope? Yeah. Yes. And then they're going to rip it away. Just like they're, they're going to so crush your dreams. Yeah. They're going to crush your dreams. So just wait for it. But yeah. Just wait for they it. They weren't. I remember the beginning of last year, they were like kind of just farting around in the practice sessions, like yeah. kind of doing donuts in the parking lot. And then, <laughs> and then like, oh, we're racing now. And then they're like, like bye. See you later. Bye. Good luck catching us all season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Hope you guys have fun. Yeah. So that, you know, there, there's small hope, but eh, last long, probably not. Let me ask you, Daniel. How oh, far sure. along are you in Drive to Survive season six? Are I'm only two. No, I'm oh, only okay. two episodes in, and that's why your Daniel okay. Ricardo thing <laughs> felt extra aggressive because I just finished that episode. I was trying to wait to watch most of them with Drew, but I think I'm actually going to finish the rest of the season today while I'm working. Um, but I just just watched that Daniel Ricardo episode, and I'm just like, Ugh. the way I giggled. When I watched that, I was like, God, she's going to love this and she's going to hate it. I hate it in the beginning. And then when he, you know, when he goes away, I knew that'd be the part that you love. But yeah, I was go like, away. this is this is her love-hate relationship with Formula One right now. But, okay. Yeah. I hate, you watched, yeah. I hate that episode. And honestly, I mean, I kind of liked it. It's where they kind of dog on him for the marketing thing, at least saying what we all like knew. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of... I'm over it. And I guess I saw, and I don't even, I'm guessing this is real, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like, you know, AI generated. But I also saw on the internet that he has like a statue of himself falling into the pool. Yeah, I saw that, that too. It was cringe was like, city. Oh, I'm, I, again, I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't know he had a house in Dubai. I've never read that before, but I was like, hmm, I don't know if I believe this. I I wasn't, and you know, I'm a hater, so I'd love to believe it. I kind of was like, is this AI or fake or nonsense? Yeah. Um, but if it is true, it's so cringy and <laughs> on brand and just goes into my Daniel Ricardo burn book. <laughs> well, I hope that you have a full page dedicated to my giant cringe of Nick DeVries in your burn book. He's also terrible though. This episode didn't help him at all with the he also, yeah. No, I mean they both are terrible. No, he was awful. And me saying he was better than Yuki, I was like, shut up. The nerve. The nerve. Was ready to pounce through the TV on that kid. And the honestly, if he was as passionate about driving a Formula One car as he is about his Dyson talking vacuum, about himself, <laughs> yeah. he would have been far better along. But like it felt like he was driving a golf cart in some of these episodes. And I'm like, do you know how to drive? I mean, I you won Formula E, you won Formula Two, you know. Well, you told to us all about it. You, right. <laughs> we heard all of these things from you. And yet how did that not translate into the car? I don't know, but I related to his OCD cleaning, but I also was like, man, you make so much money and you can't get someone to clean your windows for you. <laughs> uh, nope. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't know. He was entirely unrelatable and unlikable. And frankly, I'm not. I think that maybe, dare I say, that some, maybe it's just that we are learning more about the sport and more aware but I think that Drive to Survive has lost a little of its luster. 
See, okay, I liked this season uh, for two reasons. One, they didn't show a lot of racing, which, okay, I get, because again, we know how the, the well, season they're bad ended, at so it. they're, you know, it's not, it's not great. Because in the beginning, they were showing races all the time, which yeah. made it exciting. And again, I didn't know how it finished. So I was like, oh, this, you know, for me, it was brand new when I was watching the show, which again, made it exciting. Now that I watch them on Sundays, it, it kind of takes away like, you know, I already know who's going to do it. So like, I'm fine with the more personality, like, let's go after, you know, the characters of all of this. So I've, I've really enjoyed this season. I, I might be on an island by myself with that, but I've really enjoyed it. I mean, I've got two episodes left. Um, and I'm, you know, what? I'm here for it. Like it's, it's drumming up feelings that I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. And I was like, God, they hate each other so much. <laughs> you know, like, but see, great. I think that there was a huge opportunity with them, with the racing, with to explore some of the racing happening farther back in the pack that we maybe not, don't get as much coverage on when you are watching live. Cause you're just primarily focused on those. Like, you know, we're obviously focused on the majority in the front of the pack. And then there's some moments but I do think that that was a little bit of the joy and the beauty of those early seasons when there was a lot of racing because some of the stuff they were showing wasn't necessarily from the front. You know, it would be like Williams yeah. finishing sixth or like for that one time or like anything like that. And I, I think that this last season provided a lot of opportunities for them to maybe explore some of that that I haven't. And I can't say that I've finished it. But yeah. I was going to say, you got to keep watching because this you're going to get what you want. I will say that. Like if you're only on episode two, you're, you'll come back and be like, okay, I take that back. Like, but also like Danica Patrick, we didn't need her. I still get our girl understand. Katie George in there. If or we're going to need like a pundit. Yeah, yeah. Like get, I mean, so, well, there's who's, so many there's other so women. Many. She's but not they the wanted voice like of a, formula one. I, I disagree with that choice. I mean, they, uh, she really pissed a lot of people off. Oh, the people are unhappy about it. But unhappy. I just think if they were going from a media pundit person's perspective, and I get that she's also a driver, then choose one of the women from like sky sports. Or if you wanted an American, like one of the women who covers it here or choose one of the other, like incredible women in formula one racing or that have a viewpoint. I mean, yeah. Like I just, and I, I didn't Natalie, uh, Pinkson used to do it at the beginning when this show started. Or am I making that up? I don't think she did. Cause I think it was that Jenny woman, oh, yeah, um, yeah. who was the first one that we saw as a female yeah. contributor. And I forget what season she started at, but, um, yeah, I don't think Natalie was ever on the show. Okay. I just think that there's so many, if, if it had to be like a, someone who's like a media personality, like a female Will Buxton, essentially, we could have. We could do better. Agreed. Agreed. Or just put more Claire Williams, like because she's, she's in it. So, like, just put more of her in. Yeah, and they. She is in the show quite a bit. Um, it, Danica doesn't need to be there by any means. She does not add like anything to the show. MO, just like w- wiggling in the places, and I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah, why are you here? Why are you here? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you here? Yeah. I just feel like a lot of times when I see her, in honestly, in anything, I'm just like, why? What? Why? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. But Look at yeah, that. I haven't watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll get a lot you, more midfield. I, I was going to include this in the news and notes, but have you seen the continuity errors? The same thing they kind of did with the tennis that they've done in this. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole, if you're not familiar, like this, the race where they show the, uh, the Silverstone race, when they, 
pan out to, they show the starting grid. And then when they pan out to the wider shot, it's an actually, it's an F2 race. Like the cars that are lined up are actually F2 cars, not F1 cars. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, And then they said there's some other, like this article I read had some other continuity issues with the show, which we've noted that they've had that. And I understand that they're editing for dramatic effect, like in the tennis one that there's some editing for for effect. But on this one, it's kind of like if you're just... Yeah, just either kill the shot because you don't have one of the F one cars, like that. You can't yeah. make that mistake. They have enough B roll footage that they shouldn't be making like different. I mean, F one and F two is that's not even the same people. Like that's silly. Yeah. Well, they so that was in the seventh episode. They okay. say in the scene, Alpine driver Pierre Gasly is waiting on the grid ahead of the Silverstone Grand Prix. The camera pans out to show the full circuit, the stands, and the surrounding festivities, but a clip of the F2 grid appears to have mistakenly been used instead of the Silverstone race. Oops. And then there's a couple other ones that they talk about that were in the past, I guess, where like they would show a um, like the crews in the garage and that the race like on the screens behind them is a different race than the one that they're like supposed to be at in the show. Oh, I didn't catch that. I don't okay. think it's in this one. It's just this article talked about um, how that had, has been like, they've had these kind of continuity errors in the past. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, well, we love our friends at box to box. We all make mistakes. This is the, uh, you know, we just really wish we don't get them in what we consume like this. Yeah. Do better. Do better, friends. Do better. Do better. But, Just do better. You know, yeah. It's okay. It is what it is. Yeah. Have well, you recovered? I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you mentally, physically, and emotionally recovered from this Lewis Hamilton of it all? I have. And actually, I'm glad that you <laughs> bring this up because I've been thinking a lot about it. In fact, my, my youngest daughter has been sick and we've been watching Cars. Cars one and two. That's been what we watched today. And, you know, going through the, the the love that Guido and Luigi have for Ferrari, I'm like, okay, they make it oh. fun. You know, they're huge fans. It's great. You see Lewis in Cars 2 and they even put a little gap in his little teeth on his car. And I'm like, God, it's cute. You know, so not that the Cars is helping. The Cars is kind of helping. But the, it always the, comes back to cars. It always comes back to cars with me. Um, and, you know, the more I'm sitting with it, the more I'm okay with it. Like, there, um, I'm, you know, I, I obviously it's either you either like it or you don't. I mean, there's no other choice. I will, there will always be a piece of my heart that will be at Mercedes. However, there's a large chunk of my heart that's moving to Ferrari and I too will move into that. Um, area. And I'm going to read you something today that I was like, you know what? It's not going to be that hard for me to find red because I was like, I get why it's happening, but I was a little perturbed by this. Wait, what? (laughs) I I read something today that I was like, I don't think I love that. Um, An interview from Toto Wolf. Oh, sorry. Toto Wolf admits Mercedes didn't commit to a longer term contract with Lewis Hamilton because they didn't want to risk losing Andrea, Kimi, and the Tonelli. Okay. He's the this new kid that's up and coming in F2 and he's like the shit. Wow. That's a mistake. (laughs) Yeah. There was a situation many years ago where we had the opportunity to let Max drive. And that wasn't possible back then because we simply didn't have a cockpit since Roseburg and Hamilton were committed long term. 
We lost the young driver and you can see how successful he has become. And precisely because we have a junior on the horizon who is really driving at a very high level, I simply wanted to keep this option open. End quote. That and feels that like, like a little bit like, okay, let's make up a reason for why we blundered this. That's what it's giving me. It's giving yeah. like, okay, let me see how I can spin this. So it makes me sound smart. Because all you have to do is look at Ferrari's stock and bottom line and see how much money they've made by just signing him to know yeah. like, okay, well, you, I mean, it, it like, yeah. it's a well, fucking mistake. Like, just and, admit, like, it was a blunder. And like, that feels like peak PR spin, if I've ever heard it. And I, you know, work in PR, so. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love it, but if that's what he's, that, that's what he's saying. And it's like, okay. And again, I still have the last episode of Drivers that I've watched. So I don't, I don't know, but it's labeled, it's titled black and red. So I was like, shit. Um, but the Mercedes episode of it, like it's, it's, it didn't age well. It didn't age well. I'll just tell you that. Um, so I was like, okay. And you, you could see then that Lewis has had had enough. Like he doesn't yeah. look like he's happy whatsoever at Mercedes. And I can't say that I blame him. Like they weren't listening to him. They weren't taking him seriously. We talked about this it, all last season. Yeah. And it's like, right, well, then you know what? You should go. You should go find a place where they at least recognize your value and will pay you the $400 million that you're worth. And get paid what you're day. worth. Like, get get it, paid what you're get worth. It. Yeah. So, and it's worked out. They're they're getting paid what they're worth too for getting Lewis. The stock is up. Like it's up. Yeah. <laughs> I it's a, mean, it's a win. I, I hope and honestly, Charles and Lewis are you know that they're fucking besties, bestie boost. What other drivers that are not uh like drive like racing partners have ever done a post together like that? I mean, the way yeah. that they are maybe misery does love company, so come on over, Lewis, but yeah. like <laughs> The way that they are just like emo, like love, like BFFs, I am here for yeah. You know they are like best friends forever. Melancholy hearts just yeah. finding sadness together. Yeah, they're artist artists. souls. They're artist dark souls. artist souls, exactly. Well, yeah. They're what ready. if we get some music collabs in the future? <sighs> I mean, girls girls can dream. Like, <laughs> we can definitely dream. It'll be great. Yeah. I mean, they're so, buds. They are. And it seems to be... Genuine, and I'll and I know you haven't seen it yet, but the in the Ferrari episode, like there's a scene that Charles looks like he could just reach across the table and smack the shit out of Carlos, and I was like, like, like the tension in that room was real thick, and I was like, ooh, Fred is not having it. Like Fred is not enjoying the two boys at his table right now. But I was like, yeah. I don't think they're. I don't think we're going to be getting what felt so genuine from. Carlos and Charles in previous seasons. I don't think that we're getting any of that this year. I think that they still like, I think it's more, it's probably like a brother thing too, where you're like, I fucking hate you right now. But I think they do kind of get along in real life. I just feel like they, I mean, they're, yeah. That, I mean, I'm sure that the best thing for their friendship is for them not to be on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. With love. <laughs> yeah yeah uh so. do we want to talk on, on the biggest news of f1 lately please i have actually let i'm sure you have thoughts our pit crew has chimed in on this oh, okay incredibly well so you say what you're gonna say and then christian horner allegations red bull team principal cleared of inappropriate behavior 
Uh, Red Bull's team principal, Christian Horner, has been cleared following an internal investigation into his behavior towards a female colleague. Allegations of inappropriate and controlling behavior had been made against the 50-year-old. Red Bull is confident that the investigation has been fair, rigorous, and impartial, a spokesman for the company said. Uh, the statement, which, which was issued by Red Bull's head office in Austria, added that the, quote, grievance has been dismissed and that, quote, the compliant has a right of appeal. Red Bull provided no details of the allegations or the investigation. The statement said, quote, the investigation report is confidential and contains the private information of the parties and third parties who assisted in the investigation. And therefore, we will not be commenting further out of respect for all concerned. Red Bull will continue striving to meet the highest workplace standards. That You know what I call that? Red Bull shit. <laughs> I mean, they basically said we made it go away. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about it. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. <laughs> they said, don't bring it up. We're done. Exactly. I did read, I read two different things um, recently about this. Like one saying that the Austrian president at Red Bull was like, absolutely not. We don't stand for this. Like this, we don't have any kind of tolerance for this in the workplace. But there is like a president in Taiwan that is like, this isn't a big deal. Like we're we're not going to make this a big deal. He keeps his job. He's doing great. This isn't a big deal. And I was like, well, Ford said kind of the same thing in this article. Ford CEO, Jim Farley wrote a letter to the team that was leaked to the Associated Press, which for background, Ford will be the engine partner for Red Bull beginning in 2026. Uh, He said he was, quote, increasingly frustrated, however, by the lack of resolution or clear indication from you about when you anticipate a fair and just resolution of this matter. We are likewise frustrated by the lack of full transparency surrounding this matter with us, your corporate partners, and look forward to receiving a complete account of all findings. So, I mean, the people were like, you got to you got to wrap this up. You got to sweep this. Yeah. Under the rug quick because we can't be having. I just read. And again, it was the person I think it was like racingnews.com that they were like, listen, take this with a grain of salt. But we have heard that somebody has leaked an entire like the WhatsApp conversations, pictures, photos, everything to multiple media sources, people in the paddock, team principals from every organization. And they won't share it. Well, again, this he's like, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know if it's true yet. We haven't been confirmed, but that's the heavy rumor that's had, like swirling right now. So I was like, what's going to happen? What is going to happen? So, but the uh, we put a little bubble up on our story yesterday and then after this, and it was like thoughts. And Pit Crew came in and, you know, we had everything from shady, disappointing, not surprised, meh, not surprised, but not sure how much was blown out of media proportion. Um, Crap, no punishment at all with F. Disappointed, but not surprised with the outcome. So sad for the compliant. Um, garbage, absolute garbage. This was probably my favorite because we heard this a lot in um, DTS. Where there's smoke, there's fire in F1. And I was like, Will Buxton has said that many, many times throughout yeah. uh, this season. And so I'm like... Demois always says that too. Puts yeah. it up on there's like, where there's smoke or yeah. is this just a rumor? Um, we would have loved to hear if they at least went over some workplace etiquette. <laughs> um, let's see. Something seems fishy here. Not surprised. Gives almost all the guys do it. So if we can't, if we can't start holding people accountable for normal stuff, then who cares? Um, have to trust the process. So many unanswered questions. Are we actually shocked at this decision? Men will always protect men. So, yeah. 
We have thoughts. We People have thoughts. Have thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously we have no idea what the whole thing is because they're not going to like, this is, it's just, who knows? Like if it was, we, we don't know whether it, you know, it's true. I think that him saying that he like completely denies it. I mean, someone had to have some proof. So if they were going forward and if they're doing a full investigation on it, if a newspaper published it, like as in no newspaper is going out on a limb like this against a company with this much money that they could get sued you know, for libel about if they didn't have something that was worth sharing. So yeah, he paid her 670,000 pounds to stay quiet. Well, he offered her, I thought that, and she didn't take it. Either way. Because she would have already signed and she would have signed the NBA and none of this would have, we would have never heard any about this. She would have just taken her money and gone. But you don't offer somebody. No, of course not half a million pounds if you're not fucking guilty like yeah no yeah but i think he just offered it to her because if she had taken it they would have signed paperwork and no one would have ever known i mean this that happens a lot like more than anybody wants to ever admit absolutely yeah but damn and that makes me think it's legit too because she wasn't just like if she was willing to say no i don't want your money and i'm gonna go to the top like that means that she I'm yeah. assuming it's a she. She got receipts, yeah. <laughs> that she was, ha- like, you know, felt strongly enough in her claim that... Mm-hmm. That wrongdoing had happened. Because if you were, like, not so sure, you might just take the cash and yeah. sail into the sunset. I mean, you're taking down, or trying to, one of the most public figures in Formula One. But again... And how dare you do that you, to Ginger Spice? Ginger Not her, him. Like, he's the one doing shady fucking shit to his wife. He should be taking down. No, that's down. what I said. How oh, okay. dare he do that to yeah. Ginger Spice? Like, like that she... No, we don't treat Ginger that way. You know the rest of the Spice Girls is going to be coming after him, being like, motherfucker. Stop right now. Cherry. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> we need somebody with a human touch. I mean, hey, you, always on the run. Got to slow yeah. it down, baby. <laughs> Uh, maybe you had too much fun. <laughs> I mean, just the how dare Ginger. I mean, but yeah. she's standing by him. She's doing the stand by your man. Apparently, it looks like as much. We'll see if she's at the in the paddock this weekend. She'll be at the paddock. She knows how to play the PR game. Yeah, Gotta look like a strong united front, especially now more than ever. Boo. I know. Well, what else you got in news and notes? What do we got? Oh, well, we've talked about some of them already, but um, Leclerc assesses Ferrari's victory chances in Bahrain. Uh, Sorry, I have to get to my article. Leclerc assesses Ferrari's victory chances in Bahrain as he highlights Red Bull unknown. Charles Leclerc is hopeful that he and Ferrari can challenge for victory at this weekend's season opening Bahrain GP, vowing to do absolutely everything to topple reigning world champions Red Bull. Leclerc and Carlos Sainz both commented after preseason testing that Red Bull remain the team to beat heading into the new campaign, blah, blah, blah. But he said, this is what I really kind of wanted to talk about. The thing is, is that Red Bull is one of the only teams that didn't do a full race simulation during the test, which is normally what helps us to understand where we are exactly, said Leclerc. It's very difficult to know where they are. So where he said, we did one, so we know where we are, obviously. Some of the teams have done some race runs, which we have kind of an idea where they stand. But with Red Bull, it's not the case. It's un- impossible to understand where we are. And this kind of goes back to our talk about FP1 and like, are they sandbagging? It's kind of like, then they did this last year. 
like we knew the car was going to be good, but we don't really have a full concept because they haven't done a full yeah. race test. And I just think that's like, you know, an in- interesting thing. I didn't pull this just because of sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc, but, <laughs> but more because of that, that we just don't know what to expect from them. And it's like, how much faster can they be? Like, well, yeah, and we know testing testing is one thing, but race day is something completely different. When you have everybody on the track at the same time fighting for the same corners, the car is going to run different. Like the emotions right. of the drivers are going to be different. So it's, I mean, I like the data and I know that data is what drives this sport, but it's also like, yeah, but the day of is always so different. Right. But I just say like, they don't know what to even expect from them day yeah. of because they don't even know anything about, no one has seen the car run you know, a full, yeah, full test. Oof. Well, which can be a good tomorrow. thing or a bad thing. I mean, for Red Bull, I'm assuming it's going to be a good thing. You know, it's, yeah, they are. They're Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, figure they it got out. rid of this sexual uh, harassment claim. Like they just like one thing, one thing. One, after the yeah. Other. Uh, my other one goes back to our discussion earlier about Lewis and Carlos and the the love triangle of. Lewis and Charles and Carlos. Sign says no hard feelings toward Hamilton claiming his Ferrari seat for 2025. Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton have stated that there is no animosity between them following the surprise news earlier in February that Hamilton will be taking Sainz place at Ferrari in 2025, leaving the Spaniard without a seat beyond the end of the year. Uh, he said, from my side, obviously no hard feelings with anyone. Signs explained ahead of the season opening Bahrain GP. I think this is how the sport works. Obviously, I have a lot of respect for Lewis, the success he's had, and obviously the choice to join Ferrari. I would have done the same in his position. Uh, yeah, duh, we all would have. I think yeah. Ferrari's a great team, and at some point towards the second half of your career or at the end, I don't know where he's at right now. He only knows. But for sure, it's a team you would like to be part of. So I fully understand that. And with someone like Fred that he knows and he has a good relationship with and trust, it's a no-brainer to go to Ferrari. From my side, obviously, as I said, no hard feelings. I'm focusing on my future and where I'm going to go next. In the meantime, I will keep doing the best I can for this team. So a magnanimous king. Well, I did see um, during practice or testing last week, there was a picture of Papa Signs, Christian, Adrian Newey and Helmut Marco. And they're, they they look like they're like shaking hands and having a lunch or whatnot. And it just kind of made me think, I'm like, you know, we've seen a lot of like pointing in the direction that science will probably go to Audi. That's just, yeah. The, the rumors are, are all kind of swirling that way, but who's going to be the team principal. And that was like, maybe Papa science is like, listen, having a side piece is something we 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 look at you know like in we it's okay over here like everybody has one it's fine it's fine oh so come on you over. think that Christian Horner is gonna I wouldn't be surprised if Horner gets released from Red Bull at the end of the season when he knows that he can go over to Audi and Papa Signs will help direct that Wow that's a bold prediction Mark this you know what mm-hmm. minute mark we are in this episode yeah. and save it <laughs> for next year Yeah. I would not be surprised if we saw that. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I would be, but I like that. But I love a bold prediction. So yeah. I'm correct with it. Speaking of bold predictions, let's make some predictions for this season. Yes. Okay. Well, Do you want me to start? Or you sound yeah, like go you're for it. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go okay. for it. Who, what team do you think will be the most improved over last year? 
Williams. I will, I'll co-sign that. Mm-hmm. I'll co-sign that. I mean, who I want to be the most improved is Alfa Romeo or Stakes, whatever they're be called now. Don't you think there <laughs> that the Stakes looks like the Sharpie font logo? Yeah, it does. I hate like, it. I hate it too. Although it is, you can see them so great on the track. Like it's, you can't miss it. You don't get it mistaken for any other car, which I'm yeah. like, hats off. Because there's so many black cars on the grid now. And I'm like, who's, who's who? What's yeah. going on? Okay, Stake, we know where you are. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I just hate that name. So it's, I'm like, I'm going to call you Caddy. I'm going to call you <laughs> Mayo. Um, yeah, I just really want the best for Valtteri Botas. And like my love for him has only grown. Yes. And in the off season and anything he does. And I really am just hoping for a great year for him. I agree. I will also co-sign that with you. I want him yeah. to just... I don't. How do you glow up from where he is? Like he's There's already, no, yeah, he's star. already sitting on the sun. Like where does he go from here? <laughs> yeah, I think that he's just mastered everything so beautifully off the track. I just want some. Like I just, I don't think he needs to be, you know, champions of anything. I just want some light success for him, so that when he does decide to pursue his other variety of of yeah. interests and pursuits, that he goes off in the blaze of glory that he so rightfully deserves. 100% agree with you on this. I love this. Yeah. Come on, BB. That's, that's what I want for this season. Uh, who do you think will be the most improved driver? Mm, most improved driver. I think we're going to see. I mean, there's hmm. nowhere to go but, the, but up for I Logan. Know. <laughs> I was going to say, Logan is the first one that comes to mind because I feel like he's put in a lot of work in the offseason. He's fit like very fit coming into this season and he, you know, he finished so far below. So I There's feel nowhere like, to go, but um, okay. This is all on you, pal. You're going to get MV, but most improved. Um, that's, that should yeah. be your superlative. That should be your, that should be your goal for this yeah. whole season. Agreed. Just to strive for most improved. <laughs> I think that Alex, we, we already know that Alex Albon is like on the rise, but I think this is going to be like the year of Alex Albon. I agree. Like I feel like I, last year he was like emerging and this is like his. Yes. I think the, the synergy and connection and the like trust that Alex and James have in each other and what he has done with that team, with both of them, what, they, what they've what they done with his team is just really laid a super strong foundation of where we're going to see Williams climb from here. And I just think he's due for like a kind of a breakout year. I think that he's a media yeah. darling. I think he has a lot of marketing potential. Like he has a huge upswing on that. He's fun, charismatic. I just, I think this may be his year. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I know it wouldn't happen because obviously they're going to give the Mercedes seats to the young driver, but I would, I would love to see Alex at Mercedes with George. I think that'd be a, it would be know, a fun pairing. Be a they're great buddies. pairing. They are buddies. You know, I would make it happen, it. Toto. Make it happen. And I do think that when Toto decides to retire, James would be who he puts to take him it over. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he groomed him. Other That's, than. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say groomed. Groomed. He's, groomed is, it's taken groomed on a bad. Yeah, it's, it's taken, taken on, on a bad. bad He's mentored him. How about that? Can we yeah. say mentor? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, who, okay. We all know that like Max is going to max it out all year. Yeah. Max is going to max. So he's mm-hmm. already like our, I mean, he's my prediction for the world champion but who do you think is going to have the most victories outside of max 
like you mean second places or do you mean like podium finishes podiums just podium or even second like who you, who's your prediction for second in the points and i checo feels like a lame choice yeah so like give me a bold a, okay. take a non-red bull winner yeah about that yeah okay yeah okay honestly i feel like lando and i you know i don't oh, i don't bold. it's bold i feel Hot like take. we're gonna get a lot of lando and we're gonna get a lot of lewis on the podium that's what i see so you and think you know, that my heart doesn't McCle- want Lando on the podium. I yeah. just feel like that's, I see it. You think that McLaren has left all of their troubles in the past and they're smooth sailing. Um, I think they've figured out a lot of things. And I think if Zach Brown can stay out of things, I honestly think McLaren is going to do great things. Okay. I like that. I like that prediction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that those are good choices. I mean, I think Lewis is going to be would be my pick. I think my like hot. It's not a hot take, but I feel like also I think Ferrari hopefully gets it better. This is my heart saying, please, yes. mm-hmm. please, 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 <laughs> please do big things. Please. please rekindle my love because I am. I need some joy on my races, race days. I yeah. don't want to be the qualifying girl anymore. I want to be a race day girl. <laughs> you want to be a bride, not a bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, qualies are fun, but like races would be more fun. Be races better. are more fun. Podiums <laughs> <laughs> are the best. <laughs> um, you know, so that's my my wish. My okay. wish for, for sweet Charles. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who Do you think any driver will get axed in midseason? Ooh. First name that comes to mind is Ocon. Wow. Bull take. You think that he's going to get axed? Mine was. He's, he's a ahead. hothead. Like he will create just like these situations where it's like you're, you're putting yourself and your teammate in unsafe situations because you think you have a better plan. And it's like. We haven't seen that work in your favor at all ever. So I don't know why you continue to take on these like really selfish choices. He makes really bad decisions. And I'm like, how do you still have a job? Like, I don't understand how you still have this job. He's not Latifi, but he is like Latifi adjacent to me. And that's why like I have a hard time connecting with Ocon. I'm like, oh. So that's who he's not my favorite, but so mm-hmm. I like this. I like this. It's a it's a hot take. I like it. I mean, mine would yeah. be like the low hanging fruit would be Logan Sargent, but I I am always secretly hoping things get messy at Red Bull, and I just yeah. would love to see like not for check not for Checo because I don't wish ill on him, but I do think it would be a wild ride if they got rid of him mid season because if stuff happens like yeah. last year. And we get Liam Lawson back if that happens because he's the reserve driver at Red Bull. He's fantastic. He is I mean, fantastic. I love Checo. I just feel like he got a real bad rap last year. But he also made some really dumb mistakes last year, yeah. too. And so, again, kind of surprised he kept his job to be completely transparent. I think we were all a little surprised that Checo kept his job. At well, the end and of the doesn't day. his contract end this year after this next yes. year? So yeah. I feel like I could be like, they could be like, here, just take some money and go away. And we just want to be like, if the trajectory of the beginning of this season ha- follows like what ha- was happening and that's in that one second half. Yeah. Yeah. And that one like segment of races, I could see them just being like, we're done with you now. Yeah. You got to go. 
I mean, Helmet Marco is waiting to pull the plug on Checo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I could just see, like, if we had a string of, like, three or four races in a row where he does that same kind of, like, nonsense where they could just say, take your toys and go home. Here's a giant bag of money. Just, like, could you get yeah. out of here? You got to go. Yeah. I agree with you so, on that. And I just think that would be so much fun to talk about. <laughs> yes. Like, what's going to – you know, like, I love a little – Shitstorm in the Shake middle of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, we have 23. Someone was like, this is um like we we race from now until December 9th, 2024. Buckle in. That's too many races. I mean, so I long. love this sport, but this that's you guys, that's a lot. It's I don't too think long. the drivers like it either. Like I know Max has said no and Fernando doesn't like this many. I mean, I don't know one driver that's like team, you know, 23 races. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Have you seen that? Inter- uh, there's like a clip circulating on social there where I think it's Charles and Carlos, but I'm not sure where they talk to one of the um, IndyCar drivers. And oh, they talk about, was it IndyCar it's or NASCAR? NASCAR. It's, it's NASCAR. NASCAR. Yeah. yeah, it was a NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. And they talk about all the race, like the difference of their schedules and stuff like that. Yes. And how much they race and like, like even like their many... warm-ups are different and like the, you know, qualifying yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> like it was yeah. really fun to see, uh-huh. you know, the crossover with that. You're like, wow, that's great. Yeah. Like that kind of discussion was really interesting. I would love like something more like that. That was like a longer, mm-hmm. I would like to watch more of that. Cause I think it is interesting how they like talk through the differences in the motorsports and explaining it. And obviously they both have respect for each other but like not knowing as much about the other ones, Mm -hmm. like intricacies of the sport was pretty interesting. That was neat. Um, Okay. Well, I think that's any other like Do you have any predictions for this race? I mean, I think Red Bull's going to win. Okay. And then who's on podium? Like who who we got? Max. I think we're going to have some like engine failures. I think we're going to have some power issues. I think we're going to have some like, you know, the wheels are maybe coming off on some people. Okay. I think it's going to be Max, Lewis. I think Lewis comes out hot. I think Lewis is like, needs to kind of reestablish himself. He's like, I'm the man again. Yeah. And he can't, I don't think they want any more like slide at Mercedes. You know, they got to come through. So I think it's Max, Lewis, Checo, maybe. I'm predicting that maybe Checo has a poor um quality so because well, that's been known to happen okay and that maybe he qualies like kind of low and he has a great day but he doesn't make it back to the top okay okay i like this i'm gonna go max lewis charles for my podium because oh, i think I we're that. gonna get a red bull merc ferrari in any of those you think combinations all three. Mm-hmm. i think that ferrari's left close but still looking from the outside of the podium i think they're like fourth sixth okay okay I like it. I think, That's being realistic. I, I we can only go. Yeah, we, we can, can only only go up. We can only go up. Yeah, I think we're just going to see so much more competition between third through. I was going to say fourth 12th, through eighth. You yeah. know, like I just think we're going to start seeing so much more closeness, and like that midfield is going to be the fight. Like I'm getting that battle vision, like. The whole setup, but because I want that's what I want to see. Like, I want to see where the fighting is happening, where the racing yeah. is happening. Like, I don't really care about Max and great. I good job, go to the moon, fantastic. Yeah, I want to see what's happening with the people that are actually racing. We haven't talked other. about this person yet, but he looms heavy over the pod. What do you think about <sighs> Fernando Alonso? Is this going to be his year again? 
first of all, he came out with some spicy remarks about Lewis, and I'm gonna like. Well, he I know does this that. is what he does. I know. He, he. I also think that he is going to do great things in the Aston Martin. Like I do too. And the car can only is and, only getting better, and you know they're putting all the money into all it. of it. You know, so like again, when Church I say that is it'll all be, money. yeah, you know, money talks. <laughs> Episode one. Like, yeah. You know, somebody was like, am I watching Succession or am I watching Drive and Survive? It's hard to tell. And I was like, that's actually oh. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> In that episode, you could feel like, first off, my wrists hurt for Lance Stroll watching that first episode. Oh it's the one where his wrists yes. are broken. Yeah. First off, my wrists hurt just watching him drive that car. We talked about that extensively on the pod last year. And then we were like, that is, yeah. was badass. And like, I cannot imagine how much that hurt. But also I could just feel the weight and the pressure of his father on his shoulders. Just like it it made mine slump down. The weight of Lawrence Stroll on his back was palpable. Like Yeah, and it was debilitating. Yes. Like, Like, uh And to know that he's doing all of this with like no painkillers. Like can't be like foggy to drive the car. I'm like, did he is it Novocaine? Like, what are they numbing him with? I think they steroid shots, probably. I don't know. They, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's like, yeah, I have stuff, but he, you know, he didn't say what the stuff was. It's not something he's ingesting. That's going to like cloud his vision or, you know, like make him foggy. But I'm like, Oh my God. I mean, my mom's shots maybe through the roof on that one for him. I mean, we said, we talked about that last year, but it's like, Oh my God. That, yeah, oh the weight of Lauren Stroll, just, you could feel it in his mm-hmm. wrists. Like, yeah, he's like, I'd like... rather break them again in this car <laughs> than have my dad, like, disappointed in me and mad right. at me. It was, it was, it felt heavy. Yeah. But do you also remember Alonso's post after that happened? Do you remember what he posted? No, I forget. It was a picture of a stationary bike. <laughs> oh, Yeah. That was Lowell's. Honestly, he was stupid for being biking. Yep. And that's what his dad probably told him. And that's why he said no painkillers. Like, right. Like, you need to learn your lesson. Like, okay. Got it. But yeah, I was yeah. thinking that, that it was a, God, that was hard to watch. Um, but to your point about Alonso, I also think he's going to do amazing things. And we're going to have to talk yeah, more about him more. You know, he's the dark lord. He has the money behind him. He's got the full, like, Arsenal yep. of the dark force behind yeah. him. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> yeah. They really are a match made in heaven, the two of them. Yes, they are. 1,000%. Can't wait like, to see what they do. I do love a villain. Like, we need a villain. Yeah. I mean, they have the, the villain boat, like, yacht. Like, <laughs> yeah. they've got a cave. They've got the wind tunnel. They've got, you know. <laughs> yeah. They've got all the special tools, like all the belts and cool stuff. It would be funny if they leaned into that and made like some like helmet, did some helmet art or did some funny social that really leaned into the villain thing, because I think they could have a lot of fun with that. They all of them look like a villain, especially with Lance's like facial (laughs) hair, like he villains, team villains, Aston Martin, team villains. Well, this has been a delight. We're back. We're back. Till December. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, we're back. We're in action. Uh, Shannon, do you want to promote the F1 Fantasy League? Oh, yeah, you guys. The Fantasy League is up and running. Um, I posted a link when I first signed up, but people were saying it wasn't working. So if you have trouble, just shoot me a DM and uh, on the 
push push account and I'll send you the code or the link. Um, apparently that works better than the link that I posted the first day. So I don't know what was wrong with that one, but we are live. We are ready to tackle this season. And um, this year, something different. You can have up to three teams on our fantasy team. So you don't have to just pick one. We're letting you put three of your teams in there. So, and I can't wait. My whole family and I, we can't wait to see what you guys are going to come up with these creative names. Like it's our favorite thing to look at is fantasy. It is fun. So get on board and sign up. And if you need the link, it's because you need to follow us on Instagram at F1 push push on Twitter. We are also F1 push push. And sometimes we're threading, but not really. We're not Xing very much anymore. Yeah. And we are on YouTube at F1 Push Push. So this video, we will be uploading episodes regularly this season. That's the goal. That's an actual brand standard we're shooting for. So make sure to like, comment, subscribe, as the youth say on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And if you did so, it would make us happier than a Charles Lewis one to finish. (laughs) And until next time, Push Push. Push Push.